Welcome to The Confessional. I'm Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your funniest. Confess to us. No one's listening. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of The Confessional. My name is Mike Moran, and I am joined, as always, by trusty producer... Producer. 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 Uh, I like how you lagged for me this time. That was good. (laughs) I figured I'd spare you the embarrassment. (laughs) Thank you. I'm just trying to make you feel better. (laughs) Appreciate Uh, it. Our producer, who is just today feeling... So Lesky. Well, you, so Lesky. My good friend, Jimmy Selesky. How are you, buddy? How's it going? Good, good, good. Uh, you got to tell the audience to calm down, dude. They love me. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, we, uh, we we have a very uh, good guest today. Very good? <laughs> did, you, did you bring a thesaurus today? That's really nice <laughs> to come up with these... Yeah, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to expand my vocabulary. And, uh, good, you know how that works, and and you know what else we have that's good in addition to a guest, a co-host. Oh wow! You know who our co-host is, Jimmy? Uh, I She's believe. standing like six feet from you. You should know this. Mm, I know. We're separated by a wall of kerosene, though. So kinda... <laughs> we have in the studio, Jimmy. War on women's Sue Werner. What's up? Oh. How you doing, Sue? Never better. Now, real quick, what are we discussing today? Uh, I believe we are discussing irrational fears. Irrational fears, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. So, like, fears that are, you know, not, not very... Not, not good. Not, you know. Somewhat or <laughs> Not good. Not good, not good. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, Sue, we, we met our guest today at a show recently. Like sold out comedy show. <laughs> let's, let's not discuss that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he uh, he he was he was on a very very uh, 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 well attended tour, and this this little extra stop didn't quite uh, you know match the the norm. But it that's a, okay. It was a blast. Though. Wasn't his fault. Yeah, it was a blast. That's what I was about to yeah. say. He was so cool and fun that we ended up having a great time anyway. And it was super nice to meet him. Definitely. And so we're going to welcome him to the show right now. Uh, he's from Comedy Central. He has a half hour on Comedy Central. He has a uh, special on Amazon called Fuzzies. What? Yeah. He's, uh, he's been on College Humor. He's been on all the late night shows. Please welcome everybody, Adam Newman. Adam. Thanks so much for stopping by. I like your cat, too. You've been holding your cat up to the... Thank you. There she goes. That's Holiday. She's the all-white one. She's the evil one. I got a gray one around here, too. He's nice. Anyway. Hollandaise or Holiday? Holiday. Okay, Holiday. (laughs) Sorry. I, Hollandaise, Hollandaise is a wonderful name for a cat. <laughs> Any, uh, uh, I like a, I like a real person name for a cat. I like a food product for a cat. Holland, Hollandaise would be wonderful. Absolutely. Now, Adam, uh, of course, your Instagram. You're very active on Instagram at Adam Newman on Instagram, right? Adam D Newman, excuse me. Adam, mm. Adam, Adam D Newman. Someone, Adam Newman gets gets me. Who he the hell's the other Adam Newman? The week before I get on them, every time. Wow. I don't know. There's a couple of them. There's an Australian photographer. There's a New York <laughs> Times guy. There's a bunch of Adam Newmans out there. There's a Young and the Restless character. There's a, there's another <laughs> singer that I see on Spotify and iTunes oh, all the time. No. He's like a 
piano singery guy. You, you know what name I you should know. go with, Adam? Adam New Newman. Mm. Like spelled in you, like the new metal bands. Okay. You know, oh, yeah. I thought you were going. And you, Adam the, New Newman. Oh, my yeah. God. If I was right. a. Yeah, if I got into new metal, actually, that would be. <laughs> if I was a, if I was a new metal musician, I would just yeah, I wouldn't even do the extra new, just Adam New and you right, right, Adam right. Newman. That's you awesome. You can do that now. You can do that now. I can I can make you a Slipknot mask if you would like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, if I, I that transit the transition into that from comedy would be fun. I take it as a challenge. I think I could enjoy that a lot. My irrational fear is not. Uh, switching to a switch to a new battle (laughs) i think it's i think it's not it's it's the fear of not doing it all for the nookie (laughs) you know you can't do it all you gotta save some for the love of the 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 music when it comes to the nookie you can't go half measures you know we all know that Mm -hmm. no very bad idea it really is all I right. would love to. It's like a behind the music Limp Biscuit, and it's like, what went wrong? And it's like, well, we kind of <laughs> went all in on the Nookie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think they have one, and it's called the new Woodstock '99 documentary. <laughs> oh really? yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, is yeah. when when <laughs> doing it all for the Nookie goes wrong. Right, right. Can can <laughs> when, when is too Limp much? Yeah. <laughs> when is too much doing it for the Nookie? Too much. Ninety-five percent. Like, <laughs> right, right. No, yeah. yeah. There's got to be some sort of threshold here. <laughs> yeah, ninety-five percent. They went hundred percent. Exactly. Whoops. Uh, okay, so real quick, Jimmy and I were riffing before you got here because your your email is mm-hmm. uh, is and this probably has something to do with that douchebag from the Young and the Restless. Yeah, is Adam Newman two, two. the number two, which oh, I, I specified. Yeah. And Just go we- ahead and tell everybody my personal email address. Oh, shit. That's totally fine. <laughs> shit. Well, it's at yahoo.com. Nobody's going to know. We can edit that. Com. We'll edit that out and, uh, if you like, Adam. Sorry about that. No, you don't have to. I, okay. don't, I literally, I'm going to tell you on this podcast, my email address, everybody, is adamnewman2 at gmail. <laughs> and uh, I honestly, I'll probably respond to anything. Send me, if you hate me, send me hate mail. If right. you like me, send me fan mail. And if you uh, have a good crockpot recipe, it's that time of year. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Anything but indifference is good with me. <laughs> um, but we were riffing on how, you know, maybe maybe you can. This is a really <laughs> this good thing. Really now that, I, day, now that I'm redoing it in my head, I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> well, it's actually really no, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were saying perhaps your nickname could be. You know, number two, the number two, number two, like, you know, because you're the shit, bro. right? Because you're the shit. Uh, all right. Yeah. I don't hate that. All right. I'll tell you, I, I know what we're going to get into for the irrational fears. Or I know, I know at least what my irrational fear is. And it is, it is. Oh, I forgot. Related. It relates to that. Mm. Yeah, it does. And so I will tell you the number two is not intentional for a, a poop reference in my, in my thing. It literally is someone else. Has it could Adam be Newman Freudian. It could, it could be, be a Freudian yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It could be. You know? It absolutely could be. But, um, but, uh, uh, shit, what was I going to say? Um, oh, yeah. So I had for years, I host, I had, I also had a podcast and it was, it was basically a bunch of poop your pants stories and stuff. It was called Butt Talk. I did it for years. It was called, look, I got a little, I got a little pin of it right there. But, oh, um, wow. And, uh, and it was, and we used number two for, I mean, we used, we just, we had all those puns everywhere. We were, you sure. know, the world's number one, number one, number two podcast. Right, there right. You go. Talk, we're both sitting here on our go. stools discussing. Uh, yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Talking uh, shit. Let me. So here we go. <laughs> feces of you. What, I don't know. <laughs> the jewel album. This, this, <laughs> Poop this today. Small feces. <laughs> what is, Rod Stewart's 
old man. No, <laughs> we got to think of facetious. Yeah. <laughs> really being facetious. <laughs> if we had if we had Sue on the co- podcast, it would have been with our with our co-host Poo. You know, right. we oh, would just we yeah. give everyone a. Which is no offense. We just give everyone a. I was Adam Pooman. It was uh, I mean, my sure. buddy Nate. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you give everybody yeah. a, a nickname. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't Mike, put that Mike, podcast Mike. in a dumpster. Sorry. <laughs> no, nope, you wouldn't. Mike Mike Moranis, you would have been our Mike other Moranis. guest. Mike Moranis? Well, no one's ever given that to me before. Wow. I'm, uh, a, I'm a pro. <laughs> I'm a pro-lapsed butthole. All right, sorry about that. All right, well, first you got to do Jimmy. Jimmy Seleski. What can we do with that? Seleski. Uh, Selaski. Selas- Maybe even Puleski. I mean, that's pretty... That's pretty in your so face. Who asked you to be good? But you got to ask right in your name, basically. The Jimmy Salaski. There we are. Yeah. Okay. There we go. I've never gotten that one. Wow. 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 Easy, dudes. Man. <laughs> How is this podcast not still going? <laughs> you run out of puns. <laughs> I'll tell. No, I'll tell you exactly what happened. So we were uh, we used to do it in New York, like maybe 2014, something like that. Me and my buddy Nate Fernald, who. Uh, we stopped doing it because he got a job writing for we were in New York and then he moved to L.A. He started writing for James Corden. And so we stopped doing it then. Ooh. And then I moved to L.A. and we were going to start doing it again. And uh, we started doing it again. COVID hit, And it was literally the week of like COVID getting crazy. And uh, George Floyd uh-huh. happened. And like it just like right. the world was just going insane. And yeah. I was like, I don't feel right about putting right, a right. silly butt podcast out <laughs> yeah. every week. Yeah. When like the world's falling apart, so and I the, stopped and doing the tiger, that. And the tiger I can bring it started. back. I can bring yeah. it back. You should, man. Can it's I be- Tiger King. Just I- yeah. <laughs> Look, I, well, I uh, can we be the first lot, guest because you know, we our- already have our names picked out. So yeah. I feel like we should be. <laughs> All right, let's. I, hey, uh, if I bring it back, I would love to have you guys back on. Awesome, awesome. Actually, I'd rather be the number two guest. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> that would that would be meta. Okay, so before we get to your fear, Adam, we're gonna read uh, a, a submission here. This one is from uh, Ann Kaiser, who is from right here in Baltimore, Maryland. Ann says, uh, and stick stick with this one. All right, it's a little weird, but novelty music of the 60s slash 70s creeps me out irrationally. Like tiptoe through the tulips, they're coming to take me away. A bit earlier, but beep, beep. There's something really menacing about a lot of it. I actually relate to this. Okay. Tip throw through the tulips is is legitimately creepy. Yeah, and that's that's not a seventy song, is it? That's from like the forties. No, I think or it's from like the sixties. Is it really? It was that guy Tiny Tim, right? But I don't know if he like wrote I, that song or whether he just popularized right, it. Right, right. I don't either. And I thought, I yeah, I don't think about it as as, as that that old. But um, that's a creepy song. It's okay. I th- I think being uh irrationally afraid of music, like it would like it'd be not that weird if you were afraid of like you know creepy ice cream truck music or uh <laughs> right you know like there's music that could be used as creepy things in movies or whatever sure. that has triggered some sort of fear sure, in you sure. that maybe it, it, it translates right. to other types of music i always think though how does that little band in the back of the ice cream truck I mean, play that song yeah. over and <laughs> over and over scott what a gig they keep it right in time too <laughs> yeah it is amazing well there's got to be a reason why they always put like when you're watching a horror movie and they always have some like old song from right. the 30s. It right. would be like the most jolly ragtime ta- music. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, Mr. Sandman and in Halloween. for I mean, the light of the moon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's something about it, dude. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it's creepy. And like, you slow it down. You slow it down 
and tiny bit detune it. It's yeah. creepy as Absolutely, fuck. absolutely. Mm. I'll tell you what's really creepy. We used to me. have... Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay, I'll go ahead. <laughs> uh, there was a... When I was in no, high school, we, I was at a buddy... I was at a buddy's house and uh, they had a Santa Claus that did, uh, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It just had like the little kind of music box version mm-hmm. of it. And um, and its head used to just like go like, you know, up and down or whatever, side to side. And, uh, you know, he dropped it off his mantle once or knocked it over by mistake. And then he went to make sure it still worked. And he pressed uh, he pressed the button to make it work. And all of a sudden the music was at half speed. Nice. And instead of the head going like halfway around, it would just turn Whoa. all the way around. <laughs> Oh, that's and awesome. it was like, that was the creepiest thing ever. It was wow. like, a, like, wow. yeah, like did, did it say anything? <laughs> did it say anything about his mother's sexual escapades in hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mother sews socks in hell. But yeah, I totally relate to that. Like, uh, I, I, she she mentioned the "Coming to Take Me Away" song. That's a, that's a little bit in a different vein, right? I'm not sure if the I coming know that to one. take me away. Ha ha! That was like you oh. see that on that was like a compilation, you know, commercial you'd see in like the '90s or like mm. wacky songs from the '70s and '60s. And uh, I remember another one was Winchester Cathedral. Now that's what I call creepy. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't quite understand the uh, that one. But uh, you know, I could see. You I know. mean, they're coming to take me away is kind of a scary sentiment, you know. Yeah, true. Yeah. true. <laughs> the guy was dressed up in like a, a colonial, uh, like four of year kind of outfit too. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So my, maybe maybe she. Uh, I don't know. Had relatives in the Revolutionary yeah. War. <laughs> Perhaps and that's why it was traumatic. I. Um, uh, I'll tell you though. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Sorry. <laughs> and don't think, don't think he forgot what he was going to say. <laughs> Not for a second. <laughs> ah, God damn it. What was it? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. When I worked at a, uh, at a, uh, uh, an arcade slash batting cage, uh, place around here, sports back in the day, uh, it was batting cages. There was like ticket games. There was a climbing wall, all that stuff. Um, and I would, I would hear like the same sound loops from the games all day long at the, cause I'd be sitting at the ticket booth mm-hmm. and I would literally like go a little bit insane, I think <laughs> after a while. And I would start to hear this happened multiple times. I would slowly start to hear like old, uh, kind of ragtime jazz music playing. Just like in everyday life, you just hear. No, while I was working, when, and it was always like toward the end of my shift when I'd been there like seven and a half hours. Like uh, the video game noises would like morph into. I don't know. It was. It just sounded like a radio <laughs> was playing was playing old timey jazz, and it was really spooky. Whoa! Yeah. yeah, they were coming to take you away. That's like yeah. yeah. What movie was it like? Was it like a. Uh, it or one of like the Freddy Krueger movies isn't there like music that just starts as like a bad guy's I don't know I'm sorry I don't know the exact reference but do you know what I'm talking about I feel like there's a well a lot of a lot of the bad guys have their own music you know like Mm -hmm. uh yeah like you know Michael Myers I wonder if there's is there any movie though like like it or something where like the actual character like the character the victim like starts hearing creepy music as the not like just a soundtrack this is sounding familiar Is there? That's a cool concept. If there isn't, well, okay. I want to say it's Freddy Krueger or in, it, but in I, I, I'm on sorry Elm if Street, I don't. In, in Nightmare on Elm Street, there's like the the the, the little girls the right, singing right, the nurse. Yeah. One, two, yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. might be what you're talking about. Yeah, that's super creepy. Fun, yeah. fun fact: Were there uh, music video? Do, oh, go ahead. Fun fact: uh, I, I use I always use that as my mic check line. 
Oh, yeah. on tour, I sing, really? I sing the whole song. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, pre- it's pretty good, you guys. Yeah, I, re- I remember kids singing that in elementary school, and the, they, they always got the crucifix uh, line wrong, and I learned it as, he has big sticks. <laughs> I guess nobody knew what a crucifix was. And, yeah. You know, we were always just on the, you know, you, you only got like glimpses I of mean, those I mean, that films. is kind of a clumsy line. Five, six, grab your crucifix. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, like, try rhyming with six. It's not, not easy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Sticks. Yeah, I always learned it as five, six. six. He has a big, beautiful cock. That's how I learned <laughs> it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Common misconception. Yeah, that is. That's a Mandela effect, I believe. Yeah. A lot of people remember But, but I'm Jewish. I'm Jewish, so we don't talk about cruises. So that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, so I don't know anything about big cocks. <laughs> Dude, I, you know what's funny about that? I thought my whole life that Jews had, like, the stereotype. Like, our stereotype was we had tiny dicks. And as I've gotten older, I, I guess the stereotype is Jews have big dicks. I, what, I is don't it? know. I, that's what I'm. I don't. I don't. We don't got to talk about mine. I don't. I'm a. <laughs> Who told you that stereotype? All right, all right fellas, whip them out. Let's do this. <laughs> my, well, my you time, guys have the extra like quarter inch because you don't cirque, but that I mean that yeah, helps. That right. helps. That doesn't count. That yeah, that's like a <laughs> handicap that the rest of the world's running with. Right. Right. Or wait, hold up, wait. It's no, the Jewish, no Jewish people do do that. They're but the OGs. Everybody? No, we're, in in America, almost everyone does. Okay. But. Yeah, pretty much almost everybody. But we uh we are, I, I mean, we're super into circumcision. I, I don't know <laughs> if we invented it. Well, not that we should be proud of it. It's fucking <laughs> genital mutilation. But, yeah, no, they have. A, uh, I'm happy with it. Yeah, the brisk. But yeah, yeah. we're we're mostly. Uh, did you say yeah? We're mostly uh, circumcised. Yeah. Right. They named an iced tea after it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um. <laughs> Yeah. I, okay. All right. Well, let's. Uh, did you guys? Did you guys have uh, music videos that creeped you out when you were kids? Oh yeah. I think we did a. Did we do an episode on that? We did an episode about songs that creeped us. Right. Out. Right. I think we might have. I feel like I've asked that question to the audience before and gotten responses. But yeah, what what was yours? The Tool videos were always up there. What was yours, Adam? Oh, dude. I fuck. Yeah, I wasn't creeped. I mean, I was creeped out in a good way. I love Tool videos so Hell much. Yeah. Like when they would come on MTV when I was a kid. I was, I mean, I, I don't know what appealed to me first, the music or the, or the visuals. Cause I, I, but like, I'm a huge tool fan. They're one of my favorite bands ever. Um, but I, I love their videos, but I know the, the videos that creeped me out the most was, do you remember the Aphex twin come to daddy video? He would put, yeah. he, it was like a bunch, he put his face on everything mm-hmm. and that creeped mm-hmm. me out. And, uh. Uh, I never actually saw uh, it, but I think I remember actually seeing a, a like a, a a thing on MTV where they were like the spookiest videos, and they showed <laughs> like a piece of it. Oh, crazy! Yeah, Aphex Twin, uh, "Come to Daddy" was a really creepy one, and um, uh, I was a big Soundgarden fan, but I didn't like the Black Hole Sun. Black Hole Sun is probably my least favorite Soundgarden song, and the video creeped me out a lot. Right, but I, right. I do love Soundgarden. Well, there's actually something in there that relates to my great, like the the creepy smiles weren't what scared me in that video. There's something else, but. I'm not even sure I want to say it because I don't want people to prank me with it. But anyway, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, the, it it was the, you know, the sweaty dude doing push-ups. Sure. The guy that yeah, I'm scared out. of bodybuilders. Just like watching him. <laughs> right. Yeah, right, I'm, yeah, I'm afraid of muscles. I'm I'm afraid of uh, big bushy beards from uh, Kim Kim. Thai. Really? Yeah. Uh, okay, Adam, your irrational fear. Let's get into it. Dude, my irrational fear, which is something I used to talk about on the Butt Podcast all the time. <laughs> I since I was a child up until now uh, is public restrooms mm. and I know it, it and as uh, two musicians who uh, have I'm sure toured and or played in uh, many dive bars 
Um, it, and, and as a comedian who obviously I, I tour and uh, play at many dive bars, public restrooms scare the shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> it's part germaphobe. It's part shame. It's uh, but man, if I have to if I have to poo in a public restroom, it is it ruins my my month. Well, how about how about peeing? Is that okay? I love that you froze again, and I just have to sit in my uh, awkwardness of uh, wondering if you're judging me. Or uh, speaking about speaking of freezing, we have to restart in like five minutes. FYI. Yeah, the, take, zoom, the zoom limits. Uh, apparently, they didn't used to do this. It used to be just for groups, but apparently now they limit calls to forty-five minutes per session. Yeah, and I think we had oh, such wow. a blast in the pre uh, pre show <laughs> right, 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 right. rap that uh, we left ourselves with only twenty-five minutes of actual recording time. But we'll, I'll just send you another link. We'll re- pick yeah, right back up. It'll take like two off. seconds. So we'll finish this thing. I'll also edit I, this. I get thing it. Out. I get it. Okay, I'll so so urinating in the public restroom, obviously not as bad as as doing as doing an Adam. Oh no 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 two. no. It's all doing an Adam Newman. As all, <laughs> <laughs> as all I want is my name to be a verb that means shitting. Uh, no, my um, uh, no urinating. I'm all I'm all good. Um, I it's all it's all poops, all poop fear. Right, right. Urinating. Can you guys be... have that at all? Well, I mean, it's a little different for people that don't have penises. Yeah. I think you know, because uh, you kind of gotta. Get uh, get on in there, no matter what you're That's doing. That's horrible. And, That's a horrible way to and live. On, and honestly, you, I fucking hate it too. But you, uh, <laughs> you, you have to learn to live with it. Right. You know, it's yeah. Like no, going, I, yeah, I get like it. like uh, go getting to the club early when it's like empty and you can find like a, a restroom that right. like you can have all to yourself, freshly cleaned it's, from last night. It's key. Yeah, yeah, you know. So that's that's kind of my schedule. Yeah, to know. huge. <laughs> but girls aren't as disgusting as boys, though, right? Like they don't pee all over the. That's true. That's typically typically yeah. yeah. Oh my god! One time I went into like the men's restroom at the uh, Chicago Greyhound station by accident, <laughs> and I didn't like realize it till I was like in a stall and like. And I realized, oh my god, I'm in the men's room. Okay, uh, then there were, and I'm just gonna wait. You're sitting there like, on a urinal. Yeah, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm, I'm just gonna wait until like it, the, the the crowd thinks out. These toilets are weird. These fucking the, the like horrible noises and sounds coming from oh, yeah. all around. I, it was like shit. And then finally, I was like, all right, I just gotta go. You know, I have oh, like yeah. really long. I did definitely like. I look way, way more androgynous now than I did then. You know, like everybody right, was like, right, what right. the hell? You were, know? They, were they all looking at you? Yes. What, did, you, did you say anything? No. Or did you scurry out. I scurried sure? out. I scurried. Are you sure we don't want to bring back butt talk? I mean, <laughs> I know. This I is mean, a- seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! This is exactly what it is. This is exactly what it is. I would have listened to the whole story, and then I would have ended it by being like, "Don't you mean Brown Hound Station?" It was a, it was a great time for everybody. Well, now is that part of why you wanted to do butt talk to kind of, the same way that, Batman, though. like the same way Batman got into bats because he was scared of bats? Mm. You know, exposure to butts no, because he was scared uh, it's of funny butts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid of I'm afraid of butts, dude. Now, my um, I literally when we started that podcast, it was uh. It was like this is like uh, early-ish podcasting days, and this was like an internet radio station kind of thing. That was like they wanted. I, I would be a guest on other people's shows, and the guy just liked me, and he was like, "If you want to do it," and they used to actually not pay a lot, but they pay like a couple hundred bucks an episode, and they were like, uh, "If you want to do a podcast, we you can uh, you we'd love to have you." And I was like, "I don't want to do a podcast. I just didn't want. I wasn't interested in doing one." 
Uh, and they were like, well, all right, well, offers open if you want to do it. I was like, can it be about anything? And they go, you can do a podcast about literally anything. And just jokingly, I said, can it be about diarrhea? And they said, if you want to do a podcast about diarrhea, you can. Wow. And me and my buddy, Nate Ferdald, who's a, a hilarious comedian and writer, um, all, me and him both were doing a lot of uh, poop material at the sure, time. Sure. And so we, I asked him if he wanted to do it with me, and we, we teamed up. And um, they literally let us do it, basically wow. a diarrhea podcast wow. for like you know two hundred two hundred bucks an episode, yeah. which is great. You got paid two hundred bucks an episode. Oh I mean, for that shit to, to have a guest on, <laughs> yeah. To yes. tell, did you just to literally now have people on? Was it like diarrhea anecdotes, or was it like you know uh, research in the field History. of diarrhea? About, you know, right, right, right. <laughs> Hypotheses, yeah, clinical it studies. Was, you know, it was. <laughs> Did you ever it have was like a sewage treatment expert? Related. Right. Did you have sewage treatment experts on ever? Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? No, we 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 had uh we had pros on. Yes, yes. We had we had people on who were experts. We had people we had people come on to tell poop your pants stories. Oh my god. We had uh we had people I mean it was all butt related stuff. It was like people, you know, people would tell stories about things they like to put in their butt. <laughs> we had, you know, uh people come on talk about uh things in the x-ray room what they would see up people's oh butts. Oh, yeah. We had uh Did you have a whole gerbil a episode? <laughs> Did you have the, like the, uh, the gerbil urban, urban legend? Did you just that? I I I guarantee it was mentioned, but I don't <laughs> I mean we did not get Richard Richard Rear on the episode, if oh, that's what no. you're asking. Um, there's a good butt pun for wow. you right there. Richard wow. Gears, a gerbil guy. All right. Mm. <laughs> well, I, that was that was multiple celebrities. I'll tell you what. You know what? Yeah, never mind. <laughs> uh, well, let's hear it. Brad shit. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I, I just knew it was... Uh, I just knew it was Richard Gere who made it, who made it famous, who brought it to the mainstream. What a thing to be famous for. Pretty sure. woman and a hamster up your asshole or a gerbil. <laughs> really? I did not know that either. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that makes me feel better. You know, it didn't. It honestly didn't make him any less. Uh, I don't have a problem with any of the putting anything up your butt that makes you happy. It's just the live animal makes sure. me. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not okay with that. The animal yeah. rights part of it. Yeah. I have a problem. I'm with fine with people putting it like in the in That's hole. That's my hot take like, on yeah. at the end of the other side is yes. <laughs> yes. That, yeah. sh that should be like a PETA promo or something. Like, you're upset about Richard Gere yes. putting one in his out hole, but yeah. you'll put one in your in hole. That is a good, yeah, that is a good PETA line. I could totally see them doing that. Some billboard Eastern right. Avenue. There's no way, there's no way PETA didn't comment on it when it happened, right? They That's a serious comment. animal rights sure, thing. Sure, sure, sure. I don't know. I no, love that no we more have brown gerbils. No more brown gerbils. I love a I love a hot take on Richard Gere journal yes. incident at right at the right at the <laughs> tail know. end of twenty twenty two. Take that, Richard. You will never work in this yeah. town again. All right, let's uh let's take a quick break, take a word from our sponsors, and we will be right back. Three, two, one. Podcast magic. <laughs> Action. <laughs> oh, that is, that is very amusing. Very amusing indeed. Oh, we are back ever. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop thinking about it now. I, 
Oh, and, and you and you said it was with two newspapers, right? Two of them. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. We're having too much fun on the commercial breaks. You guys, we are back here at the confessional. Here with Adam Adam Newman and, of course, Sue Werner co-hosting. And Jimmy Selesky produced. I don't know why I'm reintroducing everybody. But, Remember who uh, we were 20 minutes ago? Same crew. Right. Same crew. Just with better skin. Um, <laughs> this is from Felicia from Illinois. Had to struggle to not say that noise at the mm, end. Yeah, I want yeah, you yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone hiding under my bed or breaking into my house while I'm asleep, especially when I have my glasses off. When I was a kid, I would have to spend the night at my dad's, and one night, three guys tried to break into the room. Okay, so maybe this isn't all that this irrational. rational <laughs> fear. Yeah. Into the room where I was sleeping and got into one of the windows before my dad got up. So I just, know! This is not irrational at all! <laughs> so it's just always been something I've been scared of since. Hmm. Which would the first, but not last time I encountered... It's not the last time I encountered something like that. Also, I have night terrors my whole life and still do. I wonder why. I was always convinced there was someone or something in my closet or under my bed as a kid as my parents made up a monster spray to spray in my room before bed, LOL. So this person already had the fear of somebody being Mm -hmm. in their room to the point where their parents invented a monster spray. (laughs) I'll be honest. I doubt it even worked. Yeah. And then... I'd almost venture to say the monster spray is the irrational non-fear. It's irrational. Right, right, right. Yeah, it, it, it also depends on how long ago it was. Because like when we were kids, monster spray wasn't very good yet. But yeah, it was full of it had COCs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had yeah, COCs. Yeah. It was really yeah. bad for the ozone too. It was, yeah, it really was. Yeah, it was not good. But uh, so apparently, this is one of those situations where mom and dad are like, "Don't worry, that's never going to happen. No one's going to break into your house." And then it happens twice. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, Felicia. I think we're throwing. I, I think people throw the word irrational around a little too loosely (laughs) with some of these fears because because uh i mean honestly whatever your fear i mean especially if you've experienced people break it into your house uh and you wear glass like that's not irrational to be like well what if it happens when i my glasses aren't on and i and i can't see to escape or what i don't think i don't i think it's irrational to be uh fearful of it you know 24 7 all the time but man if you're like right. alone in your house and you're drifting away it's it's a sleep yeah, you're if, like people have broken in before anybody, it's not insanely irrational that happens to me once and i'm i'm easily gonna have that fear the rest of my life oh you yes. know i even i actually did have that as a so, kid like yeah. i always envisioned like robbers or burglars like putting a ladder up to my window and coming mm-hmm. in and of course and kidnapping me and of course at the time i had no idea that, that anything sexual was oh, involved God. in kidnappings you know uh, i thought uh, they would just like enslave me or something yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> what was this person's name in uh in illinois felicia uh, felicia felicia didn't want to give her uh, so last name Sure, sure. So or I her guess address, saying, oddly Felicia. enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell, Felicia? You know yeah, what that's hilarious. Just working off a state here? Yeah, I mean, jeez. So, so I guess what we're saying, Felicia, is you don't have to worry. It is absolutely not an irrational fear. It's something that's probably definitely going to happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take a load off your shoulders. It's not irrational you after all. You are completely all. in no, the right. It's likely. It's likely. <laughs> it's like it. <laughs> Oh man, that is pretty terrifying, though. That is one of my greatest fears. Seriously, like to have somebody no. in your yeah. house, like a stranger watching you oh, when man. you don't know they're watching you, is the spookiest thing ever. Yep. <laughs> one time you came over there, and there I didn't are... know you were coming over, yeah. and I was like, "Somebody's breaking into my house," yeah. and I like grabbed like a wine bottle. Right, right. And, like, yeah, yeah, I heard her like, "Hey, hey!" I, 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 was, I was like proud of how aggressive and assertive you were. Hey, hey, that. I don't drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were like ready to kick ass. And I was like, hell yeah, Sue. 
<laughs> well, I think we've all had that experience, yeah. right? Like not knowing someone. An unexpected or... drop in is scary. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, have you ever had anything like that, yeah. Adam? Someone's like in the room and you don't realize it or in the house. I don't think I've had a break. Uh, when I was in college, I had a neighbor who had no sense of uh, personal space. And I'd literally be home taking a nap. And he'd just kind of come into my apartment, into my room, and be using my computer and stuff. I, that scared the shit out of me a few times. <laughs> he always just had like, a bunch of crazy like ideas, a, like you Kramer. Know, and getting yeah. like a, a lock. Like, I would, right. Did you grow up in a sitcom? Yeah, it was yeah. a little, it was very, very Kramer. Right. Yeah. Well, I feel like that no, was a, that was, was a trope was of a lot of... Uh, wasn't that a trope of a lot of sitcoms? It was like Kimmy like, from Full House, yeah, Urkel yeah, from yeah. Roger from Sister yes, Sister. Yes, uh, right. Yeah, so a lack of boundaries like that can be kind of creepy. Um, so I ended up going to like Home Depot and getting a lock for my door. So I was like, just like, I just Good need idea. to know that I'm safe and alone in here. And I'll tell you, my, my wife actually has a little bit of a fear of, uh, because this is the thing. Like a lot of people think, oh, if I have a gun or a baseball bat or something, I'll be able to protect myself. If you're sleeping and somebody comes in and it's dark, there's just no way you're not going to react in time to do anything, no matter what your weapon is. And so my wife even has a thing that when I'm out of town, like I'm going to protect her from here because whatever. But she has a thing that's like um, it's a little it's almost like a like a uh temporary dead bolty kind of thing or, uh, you know, like what you have, like at the top a of temporary your hotel, deadbolt? Little, yeah. Like, I yeah, think that I defeats wish I the think purpose of like, being um, deadbolt. <laughs> I I know, I know. I'm not using the right word, but it's almost like it's not the chain thing, but it's like a it's a little lock thing you can put on your right, door right. that uh, a lot. It's marketed towards like you know for you to um, it only lasts ten minutes or something. All the hotels are usually pretty good, stuff. but yeah, <laughs> man, there's a lot of stuff to be like. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I had ten to... minutes. You can escape pretty far in 10 minutes right right i had an experience that i've talked about many times on this podcast that deals with horrible fears where i was chased by a pedophile through the woods when i was 13 and uh i and i had to sleep it was while we were kind of in the process of moving and we were staying at my aunt's house and i had to sleep in the utility basements uh with facing said woods with the big open uh door the big open screen door door, yeah the glass door and uh, I, I, I like started having fears that I was he was gonna like because I called the police and they, I'm pretty sure they didn't catch him and I like had fears that he was gonna like come back and be standing there and I was gonna see his face at the door. And also I, rational, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also so, rational. I'm sorry. I, yeah. Oh, irrational fear that he was gonna do something while he was chasing me through the woods. <laughs> yeah, no, no. This uh, was this well, was later though. Like I thought he was gonna find out where I lived and come come and. Right. Right. I'm sorry if you've told this story on the podcast before, but h- how did it go from sleeping in your aunt's basement to being chased through the woods by a pedophile? Well, it was we, we were staying at my aunt's because we, we were moving up to Maryland and we didn't have a, a house yet. So we were kind of in between houses. So we stayed with my aunt for a little bit. And I had to sleep in the utility room, which was already spooky enough because it's a basement. And, uh, sure. and uh, like I said, the big open doors that face the woods. Now, unrelated to that, I, I was like exploring the area on my bike and like checking out the, you know, the park and stuff. It was like a big park around there. And uh, I was. Uh, Plus, in- you are a uh, you're a beautiful 13 year old. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Just imagine this, but even even more innocent and lovely. <laughs> and uh, I was encountered by a man who had the words F.A.G. written on his uh, T-shirt in magic marker who called me, babe. Uh, I didn't realize what what was going on with this man until I passed him on my bike into the deep, dark woods with no way of getting back out with him not being behind me. 
I was in followed on my bike. I was trying to go as fast as I could, but I hit like a stream. And so I'm like pushing my bike through a stream. And I uh, look back, and this would be a good one for the butt podcast. Uh, at said gentleman, uh, I, I guess uh, uh, he needed some sort of rectal examination because he was showing me his uh, his his uh, hole. Yes, there we go. That's Maybe we call that showing hole now. Right, right, right. And um, so I'm like, okay, this is it. This is okay. This is it. Let's let's get ready for the biggest trauma of your life, Mike. Oh my god. And, um, Mike. Thankfully, I ran into some big, scary teenagers who normally, like, you know, I was like 13. They were probably yeah. like 17. And they looked like they were, they were probably like smoking weed in the woods or something. And they looked kind of tough. And normally, I'd be like, oh, crap, I'm going like to get They would up. be the thing you're afraid but of I was, in the woods. Yeah. You know? And I was like, thank God. And actually, they were really nice. And they, I didn't tell them about the guy. I was too embarrassed. But they, they like, helped me. They, like, told me where to go to, like, take my bike out of the woods and stuff. And, uh, yeah. So, and then I had to sleep. This- with the house kind of facing, the, I mean, the, they're big woods, so it was like you know, but it, you know, it, in my mind, he was going to wander. He, he would find out that I called the cops. I at first I was like, I didn't want to tell my mom because I was like too embarrassed. But I was like, eh, what if he like picks up some younger kid or something? You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So Dude, I, uh, that's a lot of people who get who get bad things happen to them when they're kids. They're too embarrassed to, yeah, to tell yeah. anybody. Yeah, uh, the yeah, first crazy. thought Sorry, I we had. Took a serious, we took a serious. Right, right. Now. The very first thought I had afterward was like, no one is finding out about that, mm. you know. But wow. uh, then I was like, I should probably yeah. say something. Virginia is for lovers. This was in Maryland, actually. This is uh, Parkville. Um, oh, Parkville. Yeah, the uh, Double Rock Park. Oh, Double Rock Park. Yep. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's a, a hotbed of villainy. Yes. Right, double right. Rock Park. Yeah, that guy showed me his Double Rocks. No, that is a... <laughs> That is a that is a that is a great butt story. It totally is. You uh, you got chased through the woods by basically a butthole. It's, right. And and some and some stoner teenagers helped right. you out. Early lesson that the kids right. smoking weed are pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And you know who he looked like? Do you remember the show Coach? Who? Coach, sure. of course. Craig yeah. T. Nelson. Rem- no, not Craig T. Nelson. The, uh, the- <laughs> that's all I was thinking too. <laughs> The 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 like sidekick guy. Oh, with like the, the long blonde, blonde guy. Yeah, he looked like him, oh. except for like filthy. Oh man. Oh, oh no. And in fact, in my head, he's yeah. become him in my <laughs> yeah. memory. You know. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I can picture that. I should do some research on that yeah. and see if like anybody else had that encounter in 1995 <laughs> or whatever. Huh. Um. Yeah, like just Google like Maryland Woods butthole guy or something. <laughs> I've tried that. There's so many sites that come up. Just type in Parkville crime. I'm sure there's not a lot. <laughs> right, yeah, stuff. Yeah. Baltimore, Baltimore Baltimore crime. crime. Yeah. <laughs> It'll go right to 1995. Yeah. Short yeah. list. They had that guy on the wire. Yeah. Yeah. Cal Sorry. Ripken's mom getting kidnapped in that. <laughs> Why do we oh not talk God. about that more though, Jimmy? I, I, that was such a crazy story. I've, I, I feel like I hear that story once a year and I forget it once right. a year. Right. Every yeah. year I have to be reminded that that yeah. happened. I've yeah. never heard this story, but I'm not from Maryland, so it was like recent though, right? It was like in 2012 or something. Perhaps, yeah, maybe I yeah. don't know. Calrickman's mom like got kidnapped for ransom. What? Yeah, yeah. He lives not far from here too. Did they like catch the person? I think so. I don't know. It <laughs> apparently doesn't exist. Like every time it it disappears like a dream. Every time I try. <laughs> wow. To Weird. Um. Okay. Let's move on here, Sue. Irrational yeah. fear. Let's hear it. So, again, the concept of what kind of fear is irrational. I was trying to think about this, and I'm like, all, every single one of my fears is completely rational, right? Like, okay, I am really fucking afraid of the idea 
of nuclear war. Sure. Hmm. Okay. And I am also. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm in on that. Yeah, dude. YouTube wormholes late at night. Oh, Oh, dude. Have you seen threads? I'm with you. Have you seen threads, Adam? The film, threads? the yeah. film threads. Oh no, I haven't. Oh is my this god, something that's gonna scare the shit out of me. Yes, yeah. It is literally maybe the the scariest non horror film ever made. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's set in England, and it's kind of like almost like a documentary right, style right. thing. But but it really just follows like a family like living their lives. But in the background, there's all this like you know people talk. You see the newspapers and people like the radio, and you hear about like rising tensions and like. West Germany and stuff like that, blah, blah. But nobody really cares because they're just going living their lives. Sure. And then all of a sudden, poof. Yeah. Right? And, uh, yeah. And it's, and, you know, but but the thing is it doesn't end there. And it does, and it, it, it go, we go like 20 years into the future after right. that where people are like forgetting how to speak English and like, mm. you know, like just farm, like, trying to like, farm. Yeah, to trying to alive. farm with like wooden tools and stuff like that. And it's just like really horrifying. Yeah, yeah. And no one will come to save you, you know. Right. It's Jeez. it's so good though. Wow. It's, it's it's really really good. I'll put that I, on I, I literally I just wrote it down. Yeah. Not, <laughs> it sounds awesome. Threads. It sounds fascinating, but also terrifying. Yeah, dude, I'm with you though. Like I've gone through. Uh, I'll, I'll go through phases of YouTube wormholes where I'm watching nuclear bomb explosions <laughs> or tsunamis or just whatever natural disasters and um or the yeah, Fukushima Daiichi getting... thing which was like both at once you know the the, the, oh the nuclear reactor meltdown and the tsunami and my god yeah Jeez. Sudo's everything about like nuclear power and, nuclear yeah. and Chernobyl and all that stuff I'm like just it's like one of those like things that I was so like afraid of like Chernobyl for example like I was like I don't know 9 or something when that happened and I just remember, like, seeing on the news this, like, green cloud, you know, going across the map. And I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ. You know, and, like, uh, I, I'm, I'm actually quite in favor of nuclear power. But uh, yeah. I, I had to, like, I, I, in order to, like, make myself not scared, I had to learn everything there was right. to know it about it. It is shockingly <laughs> safe know? overall. Like, yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. yeah. It's like uh, the amount of lives like that are lost with our current. You yeah. Know. yeah, we've really only had one entire city burned to the ground because of new. I mean, come on, it's in the grand yeah. scheme. There's a lot of cities. Well, unless you count like you know the the Japan ones. What? True. Mean, okay, well, was, four or five cities was, over well, the course of the past sixty years. Whatever, dude. You got to crack a few eggs no, to make an look, omelet. It, this is a. I, I picked up this uh, factoid from Skeptoid. Actually, the podcast. Uh, there would need to be a Chernobyl level event every three months to equal the amount of deaths uh, that occur with our coal. yeah from yeah. coal. Yeah, uh, really. Yep. Yeah, and uh-huh. and they're like way way safer now. Uh, okay. Okay. Cool. No, it's one of those things where it's like it seems horrible because of the the the, the times when it did happen. Because when it is horrible, it's really horrible. Right. So <laughs> instead of nuclear it's bombs, like we should just like deploy coal mines into different yeah. countries. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, their canaries just die instantly. They're bringing back the rust belt. <laughs> We're all gonna die. Yeah, what fate is worse, like post-apocalyptic or like every place is like old school West Virginia? Yeah, you know? God, they came to Baltimore. The all miners we have is came a to Baltimore to work. Yeah. <laughs> all we have is the sheets. Yeah, and they uh, just nuke and, me and a soggy goodwill. It's <laughs> always raining outside of it for some reason. Um. All right. So, uh, Jimmy, did you have nuclear? Uh, 
war fears or any other? Um, you know, I, I gotta say, one of my irrationally non fears uh, pertaining to this is, and this is why I did, I didn't really get too bothered by COVID or anything else, is because there's something in my mind that says if we all go through it, I kind of don't care. It's like like if we all die, right. then I don't fear death. Right, I only right. fear missing out. Like if yeah, we FOMO. get nuked, if we get nuked and only I die, and everyone's <laughs> like, "Dude, Jimmy got nuked." I mean, that sucks for him. But, yeah, but it's, you get all the love then, though. Everybody's if everybody dies, nobody cares if Jimmy dies. But if Jimmy dies, you get a nice funeral. We'll, but it's we'll like, play a few songs. Okay, so like, there's so many we'll fears care. you could have. Like the sun. Like at one point in the in the future of the universe, right. the sun will implode. Right. And our entire 20, solar... 2032, they're Yeah, I think they're saying 2032. I think they might have extended out a little bit. But, but like, the whole Earth vanishes. Sure. Everything that has ever happened on this planet and in this solar system is now uh, nullified. Nothing yeah. matters. Everything that ever happened is just over. And I'm just kind of like, all right. Then it doesn't... If it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. But, like, like I said, it's like there's something about the whole, like, me right. personally sure. missing out... Sure. Cause then if the if the world goes on without me, I'm like, damn, dude, that that looks fun. Life is fun. They still get to have yeah, fun. Yeah, that's part of what keeps me alive. Is like I want to be a part of the cool stuff that's going to happen in the future. Exactly. You know what I mean? So like, I want to know what my iPhone is uh, going to yeah. do in ten years. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, though. I think there's something uh, comforting being like, all right, well, it's apocalypse, whatever. Yeah. It's uh, it's for not you know, everyone's got to deal with it. Um, but I, I'm the exact same way. Yeah, I, I, I think I fully agree with that. Yeah, like um, I fear death more if only certain people died. It was like, well, some right. people are immortal and some people just die. I'd be like, well, fuck that. Well, yeah, because if there's a, if there's a chance for survival, that's right. the thing. Yeah, if there's if there's no chance for survival, what do you do about it? But if there's a chance for survival, you're like, well, then I got to get in my fucking yeah, fight you get or anxiety mode about it. I, I honestly have anxiety that. about that already because like you can have your body frozen, you know, or your brain frozen, mm-hmm. and I get anxiety about that because it's like, should I be like, okay, so we're talking about maybe immortality because a lot of people are saying you make it in the next few decades, you're probably going to survive forever. Okay. Uh, so should I be obsessively trying to get my parents and my family to like freeze their heads when they die? Because if they if you miss out on that, then it's done forever. <laughs> That's true. But they might be immortal along with you. This, if, is, mm. this is not a desire that I share. Like yeah, that. but we're talking about forever, <laughs> Ugh, yeah. forever. And then I'm gonna f- be really angry with myself after. Like, okay, so my parents are just dead forever. Yeah, dude. You know, I I could see getting tired of being alive. <laughs> you know. I, I, in a long, long time, I mean, if, if we're really opening up new dimensions and stuff, if we're really able to like, our brains are like expanding to like where we're experiencing brand new things all the time, you know, like hearing music for the first time, mm-hmm. which let's face it, we only have experienced a tiny layer of our reality. Yeah. I think that could be cool at least for a few years. For a few years. And we're talking full dive VR. You, 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 you and I know exactly like what be, we're going to yeah. do for the first 12 years of that. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. You want to stick around for that. I'm definitely, I was actually thinking about that at the end of the night. I was like, that's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll and, and we'll get sick of it. And like. Yeah. Re- Boring. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I can literally do anything and be a god of my own universe. Ugh. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about futurism, Adam? Are are you a believer in uh, we'll be living? The future? <laughs> do you believe in the future? Right. You believe that children are our future? What do I think is going to happen? I don't. <laughs> it's funny. Like, I, you know, I would do. I, I, we still don't have kids. I would like to have 
one or two kids, but uh, it is horrifying to think oh, come of, on. Uh, what could possibly happen. People have been saying that forever, though. I say have have the kids if you're, you're right. Have the, you're every, right. People have been saying it forever. Everybody but also, predicts that we're, more we're and on more the verge capable of catastrophe. Of, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we're more capable of blowing ourselves up every day. And we, we haven't. Dude, the fact so. that nuclear bomb, the amount of nuclear bombs that have existed for the last 60, 70 years that humans have not used, like yeah. that's a freaking miracle. Yep. Mm-hmm. It you, is. And it's so fun to blow things up. It's yeah. pretty incredible. It really is. It's really it. fun to watch, too. So it's... Mm-hmm. Like, we almost yeah. blew ourselves to bits accidentally, like... Sure. Like uh, probably five, six times. Like yeah. Like like a plane flying over North Carolina carrying yeah. two yeah. H bombs. Isn't it? It's like still crashed. in the ocean, right? Yeah. Like There's one that's still in the ocean. Is. There's one that's what buried is, in a field somewhere. So if you're swimming in Nags Head, what is the actual fallout range of a nuke? Like it's really it's like one major city. Like if they nuked Baltimore, like how far out would that go into? Nobody, like, nobody it, would notice. It, number it, one, <laughs> yeah. it, de- it depends. It depends uh, on, uh, on on a number of things. But if you want it, there's a site called Nuke Map. Oh, okay. Called nu- That'll map. help you can, with your fears. Yeah, you can type in anything, like, you know, what kind of bomb, like where it is, you know, and stuff. And like, Yeah, yeah you know, I can great. imagine uh, the type of bomb, how big it is, yeah. uh, if you blow it up high in the air, yep. on the ground, yeah. uh, what kind the of weather, mutations the wind. Will follow? Yeah, yeah, no, oh the, yeah, that, that, that site will wow. model that all for you. So the it's real perfect. question is, if they hit DC, <laughs> are we fucked? Yeah, We're, that's really the thing that I'm concerned right, about. Because right. they're not going to bother nuking Baltimore. Unless, that's a waste unless of they're a just like, Unless they're just like flexing to like show what they can do. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, well, it's just Baltimore. That's, yeah. <laughs> nothing to go to war over. Yeah, use Baltimore as an example of what we right. can do to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Either a deserted island somewhere or Baltimore. Baltimore, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those poor dolphins. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm like afraid of like, uh, you know, uh, having my like consciousness uploaded to like a hard drive or something. Uh, but uh, and you're just like trapped in thoughts for the rest of eternity. Oh, or my God. I'm into it. I don't know. I'm into Scary it. stuff. I just thought well, I don't hate the, you know, it's, it's interesting, but it's scary too. When we were talking about music videos, uh, I, I when I, the first time I saw the video for one by Metallica, yeah. I oh, was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I was like God. existentially just shaken by that because yeah. I was like, this is the worst thing I can possibly imagine, you know? And yeah. really, That's a yeah, huge that kind of is, right? yeah. yeah. To be like locked in and not be able to move or talk yeah, or yeah. communicate or right. hear or see yeah, or Johnny think. got his gun. Yeah. yeah, I read the book after that. It was. Really I, th- cool. I feel like a lot of kids yeah. <laughs> did after. Uh, my sister was saying how Dude. all the boys wanted to read that book after seeing the music video. Huh. I gotta watch That's the a, there's video. a there's not a couple the scary things about that video. <laughs> the video is yeah. better. The music video is better than the book. <laughs> I, the music video is always better than the book. <laughs> we all know that. Sorry, what were we saying, Adam? The, no, the the two scariest parts in that music video are. When they show him in the bed, like with the thing over his head and stuff, and you're like, oh my God, he's like, is, is, is he must be in this like personal hell. And then the second thing is having to uh, hang out with Lars Ulrich. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for eternity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, you're just stuck with him. They, uh, illegally downloading his conscience. They play the Lulu <laughs> album forever. Come on, bro. <laughs> Give the man 99 cents. <laughs> I did. Uh, I believe I did illegally download one the first time I owned it on a 
uh, on uh, Audio Galaxy. I don't mean to oh, age myself, RIP, but I was a man. freshman in my wow. dorm with Audio Galaxy. Audio Galaxy was my favorite at the time, but Soul you know. Seek. I was a Soul Seek person, but you know. Yeah, uh, sure. I remember Soul Seek. Yeah. I was a buy the CD person. You're welcome, <laughs> wow. music industry. Wow. I didn't have wow. a CD player until '99. My so, God. Yeah. Columbia Records. First, yeah. first one I got Jerry Cantrell's solo album Boggy Depot. Wow. Oh, yeah. I remember that it's one. It's a good sure. album. It's a good al- Apparently, he's doing songs from it on his latest solo tour. That's cool. All yeah. right. I like Jerry. I was. You were what? He likes Jerry. I was going to I, I was going to get into boring minutia about now. I was like, I, I was going to be like, I like Jerry Cantrell. Wasn't a huge uh, Allison Chains fan, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> really? You're a, a Jerry Cantrell fan, but not an Allison Chains fan? Yeah, and uh, nothing against him. I was um, if if I don't like a band's uh, vocals, uh, it's sure. hard for me to listen to them. And I wasn't a big Lane Staley oh, fan. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> wow, wasn't a big fan of his vocals. I have a problem. One of my favorite bands of all time is is uh, you know is is Zeppelin. I'm a guitar player, so I grew up playing Zeppelin songs. Mm-hmm. But there's a few songs that I just cannot listen to because I don't like uh, Robert Plant's. I don't know attitude pruning whatever you yeah. want to call it I don't know right. some songs I think are yeah. amazing the but a lot of the sex noises a lot of the sometimes. a lot of the very <laughs> sexual noises oh, are not my favorite yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't that's not my that's not my thing sure sure uh, didn't didn't really age well either that Robert Plant he was, he's lost his sex appeal very quickly no yeah. It's weird when you're listening to songs about like I got a school girl, and it's like, all right, that's right, weird, right. dude. Yeah. yeah, it's even weirder when you go into the history of like rupees with those guys. Yeah, like, yeah uh, dude. Some pretty dark what tales. Was that? Yeah. What was that fucking book, the Hammer of the Gods or whatever book? I read that shit. There's the, the fucking sharks in the hotel room. Yeah. I read all that. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know how much of it's true and what's not, but it's weird. Sharks. That's a good book. Um, I, I love, I love ACDC, but Ang- Angus Young running around in a schoolboy outfit is a little, it's, it's a little <laughs> right, disturbing. Right, yeah. Uh, apparently Jimmy's unfamiliar with the shark story. It was, wasn't it like... Uh, they're at like a hotel where you could fish off the back of the room. There's like a little pier or something. Oh, wow. Cool. Yeah, you could like, I thought you could yeah, literally fish wholesome. out the window, yeah. out the yeah. window yeah. of your hotel room. Right. Yeah. And I think the the, the result was uh, a groupie being spanked with some sort of uh, aquatic life. Really? Repeatedly. But the rumor escalated into they fed someone to the sharks. Oh, which how do you I even really do that? Like, was, how do you get sharks uh, to come to you? I thought it was a little then... more rapey than that. Oh, I'm me sure too. It was. I thought I it was. Thought it was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought some some shark parts were inserted some, into some places. non consensual uh, gerbil type uh, oh, situation. Really? Yeah. With, the shark, with the shark? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well. But hey, you know. none of us hey, were there. I wasn't there. This but. is Zepp. This is Zeppelin doing this. Apparently, that's the legend. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Great riffs, though. Great classic riffs. Classic riffs. Right. I mean, yeah. John Bonham, what yeah. a drummer. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I that mean, guy could. Can't take that away from yeah. him. Yeah. Can't. <laughs> can't. All right, last one here. This is uh, from India Potter, who's actually from uh, Ballarat, Victoria, Australia. Did I say that right? Mm. Ba- Ballarat. Damn. Yeah. Ballarat. Uh, India is afraid of aliens and alien abductions. Uh. I asked if India believes in them. She said yes and no. I believe we're not alone in the universe, but whether or not they're visiting Earth is debatable. My older brother and mum, mum. Now I believe the Australia <laughs> thing. 
read and listened to a lot of UFO stuff, and it freaked me out as a kid. So I think that's just residual. I got to tell you, I, I I was my family was into UFOs and stuff too. We would we would read those those Time Life books and whatnot. I was never really that scared of aliens for some reason. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that, like the alien <laughs> thing. That's gonna be sweet. I feel like. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm of the opinion that like. If an alien civilization that's like advanced enough to like travel all the way to us sees us, right. they're gonna look at us like we would look at an ant hill. You yeah. know, they're, they're also, not gonna. They're yeah. gonna. They look at us the, the way Led Zeppelin would look at a shark. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, like they're gonna, they're gonna either like blast us out of existence or completely ignore us. Or we should hope that us. they. Yeah, or well, yeah. I don't, they, I don't even know if we look, could do anything. The useful, machinery that they must have, they don't need human slaves doing anything. True. You know? They might want to eat us, though. You know, like I was looking <laughs> at like the lobsters when I was up in sure. Boston this weekend, and like they just have like the lobsters in the thing. And then I got a lobster roll, and he was like, "All right," and he just grabbed a lobster and just made it into my sandwich. And I was like, "Oh boy!" Did he crack its neck right in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> it was just kind of wild. I was like, "Well, I mean, like you know, I'm no puss." So I'm gonna eat the fucking lobster, sure. roll, but like you, you know. fight it first if you're really a man. <laughs> Put him up. I feel like lobsters are made to do that old Irish yeah. style. No, they used to do that back in uh, in in the the Irish boroughs of New York. They'd have lobster fights. They would get a, a young man and he would fight the strongest lobster in a ring. Really? They'd all throw bets. No. <laughs> oh wow! I thought they had two lobsters fight, yeah. which I could unfortunately really no. want to see. Two guys each holding two lobsters. Right. Yeah. No, uh, lobster attack yeah. was a big deal in Hell's Kitchen. Lobster back then. fight. Yeah. There's the lobster boys that would go around and uh, rob ladies with the uh, 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 strong claw. Jeez, yep. that's what they did. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Bowery it's boys. like you're right. Aliens would they wouldn't have a use for us enslavement wise, but they might just like the same way we might just like step on an anthill they yeah. might just be like what the fuck who gives a shit let's let's colonize or yeah this we have it now right. we have like a human meat farm or something yeah. like that right I right don't know. Mm-hmm. but i think i think the more advanced life is the more compassionate they kind of are you know like i don't I, know why you would think i that. think like i i think they <laughs> would be like well we, we don't want to like hurt anybody if we don't have to you know like right. we are the most compassionate i know this is a hot take but I do believe humans might be the most uh, compassionate animal of every animal. We're the only animal that ever goes. A like, cow has never sent me a birthday card. <laughs> well, what I mean is like every other animal just kind of exists in their best, like what's best for them. And because they're not as effective as human beings, they're not really able to destroy an environment as much. True. I don't think any animal ever has the conscious thought. Should I really do this or would this affect right. the other population? Like humans, at least we, we have a long way to go, but we at least are the only animal that has ever second guessed our own best uh, sure. outcome and done something that isn't directly benefiting us. Right. So then you could take that and go, maybe the more advanced you get, because an ant doesn't give a shit about what, how he, what he's doing affects the other thing around him. Yeah. It just so it happens that ants kind of suck. And and there's not so much they can do. You know, a beaver's right. just going to chomp down trees. He's never thinking like, I mean, is this good for the CO2 levels in this sure. forest? No, he's building his dam. Right, right. You know, so I don't know. Yeah. You know, I, I like I like humans, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I believe that the human is, you well, know, we're yeah. the only ones that can think like that, really. It's, yeah. What do you think, Adam? Yeah, we're the only ones uh, capable of it, at least. For everyone who who is good and compassionate, versus everyone who isn't, at least we're com- at least we're capable of it. Yeah. I like the idea of uh, aliens uh, uh, creating, uh, like where where the product of uh, 
relate like some alien DNA or something. Sure. I don't know if I believe it because I mm-hmm. believe in evolution and stuff, but I enjoy it. Well, in a way, um, we not, must I'm be not, like. We, I mean, we are the result of like you know foreign uh, things smashing into the earth. Like you know, yeah, that's sure. true. That's yeah. true. So like, we must have some components like from some other. That was that was growing on some yeah. other planet, right? I mean, like we literally just don't know. At yeah, this point, yeah. You know, <laughs> that's yeah. That's another thing that's like cool about life is like we really don't know what the hell it is. Like you can't make life in a lab. You know, we yeah. don't. We have no idea what consciousness is. No one can really explain that. No to one you. knows. We don't know what happens when we die. We really don't. Mm-hmm. Again, I find that uh, comforting. <laughs> um, not that like I'm like, oh, we'll never know or. We should not keep trying to figure out why, but I find it comforting being like, you know what? Everyone can fight over right. uh, religion and evolution. And like, I, I love that, whatever, debate it, try to figure it out scientifically, but I, I love that literally nobody knows. Absolutely. And I do find that uh, comforting, and I find it mm-hmm. easier to leave any conversation going like, they can feel like they want if they want, but right, no right, one really right, knows that. Right. All right, guys. That, we that are being just... said, I'm not, I don't, I don't, yeah. Oh, whatever. I'm sorry. Go, go, ahead. go ahead, Adam. Go ahead. Just want to say, I know I, I literally I was uh, I don't I don't drive around uh, or, or uh, I don't sit around at night thinking uh, aliens are going to come in and get me or something. But I have watched enough of those alien shows that like <laughs> if I'm driving at night in the middle of yeah. Nebraska and nobody's around and I can see stars everywhere, I'm like, man, if my uh, if my watch stops for nine right, minutes, yeah. and I, I, <laughs> maybe maybe I was up in a thing and I did and I'll remember it later in a dream or something. Right, yeah. right, I, right. I do understand the the fear because you know we've been shown imagery and we don't know anything and there's a million stories and who knows what's real and what's not. That's so. very true. All right, you guys, this has been an amazing episode. Thank you so much, everybody, for doing it. Uh, Once again, you can find Mr. Adam Newman at Adam D. Newman on Instagram. He's got a lot of cool stuff going on there. Uh, You sure you don't want to plug the pics, Adam? (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, go to my website, adamnewmancommy.com, and get yourself some dick pics. Those are guitar pics with penises on them. Yes. I'll show you mine, Jimmy. Oh, okay, cool. My pick, not my. I think penis. I'm going to need a set of those, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Do you yeah. have Do you have bass? No, picks? I, just, I just put them up. Do you have bass style dick I picks? I use guitar. I use the yellow Jim Dunlop guitar. Do you really? Picks. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. You yeah. have such a heavy sound. I got the yellows. Yellows are green. Oh, I got new pink nice. ones in the mail. Oh. You want to see this, Jimmy? They're not up yet. They're, they're, let let Jimmy see this. They're pink. Oh, nice. For the ladies. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lady got, dick pics for her. They're not up yet. <laughs> Only, I got the, yeah. A dick pic for yeah, women. Yeah, for her. <laughs> All right, you guys. This has been awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, Adam. We really appreciate having you on. Thank you, Adam. Oh, of course. Anytime. Thanks for having me. We'd love to perform with you again if you come into town. Uh, thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Sue. Au revoir. And we will see everybody next time on... The, the confession. Oh, there we go. 